Welcome to the motherfucking goddess podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I have an announcement to make. I finally published my very first book. It is available on Amazon as of yesterday, September 8th. You guys can go and get that if you are interested. The link in the podcast show notes. Now, before you all run out and grab one, (laughs) I want to tell you a little bit about this book. This book is not happy. This is not going to bring you joy. (laughs) This book is the very first book that I've published. Very first It's not going to be my last. I'm already working on my second. And each book is going to get better. Because what this book was, honestly, wasn't even a book. It was my blog entries from 2012 until May 2014. I know I've mentioned this before, but I stopped at May 2014 because in May of that year, a shift happened. And I didn't want to throw this shift into that book because... I feel like I've had so many different lives and I'm going to write about so much more, so much more, and it's going to get better and it's going to be more inspiring and it's going to be more uplifting and it's going to be sad and you're going to cry, you're going to laugh, you're going to feel inspired and motivated to to begin something that you never thought that you could yourself begin, if that made any sense. So this book was just something that I needed to do. I needed to write it, I needed to finish it, and I needed to release it. And I've let it go. I've let that part of me go. And it has a lot of drama in it. It has a lot of, huh, a lot of negativity in it. It's annoying, it's sad, it's very repetitive. It's a roller coaster ride of emotions. It's dark. It's it's just something that really made me sad. And I was in a very, very sad place. And I still I still visit that place often because I believe, this is my opinion, um, I'll always be in that in that place because you know I, I left my son in that place, I feel like. I mean, he's always with me. I take him up, he's in my soul and my heart. I take him everywhere with me. He's always around me. But something about that time that is just so dark and it's necessary to go through and it's necessary to feel. And as a woman who has lost a child, um, and not all women may feel the same, but I have a very strong feeling that they do. You just never get over this. 
there isn't a time or there isn't a time in your life where you say, I'm healed from this. I'm at peace now. There just, there just isn't. It's been years for me. And I'm still in that place. I mean, every anniversary, every holiday, every birthday, every Saturday, every day around the same time that he passed away. I mean, it's constantly being brought up. And this is just what I live now. You know, it becomes a new normal. And it is sad, but it also is very inspiring. And it helps me believe that there is more to life than what I previously thought. And um, so, yes, that is what I wanted to bring up about this book before you go and purchase it. It's not a happy fairy tale. It's only a quarter of the story, if that. There's so much more I want to say. There's so much more I want to write. There's so many more books I want to write now, now that I got that one out. You know, I've been dreading finishing this book for so long because it was so painful to read through because I honestly just copied and pasted my blog post from 2012 to 2014 and then added explanations to these blog posts because after I read it, you know, I'm like, oh, I need, I need to explain some shit because there were things that happened in those years that aren't happening anymore with family and, you know, if you, if you order the book, you'll, you'll understand it all. But I just wanted to give a warning, heads up, this is not a happy book. This is not meant to bring joy to your life. It is honestly just thoughts from a woman who lost her child. And it's really sad. And it's fucked up. But that's that was my reality. You know, this is my reality. I go into very dark spaces often. And I still want my son back till this day. So that is just a part of the journey. If you've lost a child, whether you're a mother or your father, it hurts and it will hurt forever, I believe. So if you are interested in that, <laughs> if you want to get your hands on that, the link will be in the podcast notes. And the second book, I have begun. And I have no idea when that's going to be available, so don't even ask me. <laughs> I know people ask me about the first one. And I said two years ago it would be done. And then last year. And then finally, I told myself, no more fucking around. You're getting this done. It's going to be released on September 8th. And here it is. So if you'd like to grab it, again, link is in the podcast notes. Or you can go to my Instagram. And I'm sure I have a link there somewhere. All right. So what I wanted to get into this episode is talking all about following your highest excitement. Where would you be today if you never listened to that little voice inside you and followed your highest excitement? I took a moment to think about this for myself and I was brought back to my old condo living with my then boyfriend and still being this small scared, lost woman that I was. My intuition had always been there and it had always been speaking to me, but I was never quiet enough to listen and understand. It wasn't until I began meditating that I was able to hear what it was saying to me. And little by little, I began to trust what it was saying to me. 
following your highest excitement means to take action. Do what it is that you can't stop thinking about, regardless of if it's going to work out long-term or not, which, by the way, there is no way of knowing it'll work out unless you test it out for yourself. There's a saying, you don't need to see the whole staircase to take the first step. Hint, hint. I'm going to give you a couple of my experiences as examples to show you what I mean and hopefully inspire you to take a leap of faith in your own life. The first one I have for you is I have had this pull since I was about 14 or 15 years old to be featured in a tattoo magazine. I didn't take the action until I was 26, but it was a thought in my mind all of those years. When I was 26, that is when I began listening to and trusting that little voice. I took the leap. I reached out to a photographer. I was scared to death and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. But I had my first photo shoot and the feeling afterwards made me feel like I could do anything. I then posted some pictures online from the shoot and in came messages from photographers all over wanting to work with me, uh, especially because of my tattoos, which is pretty cool because that's what I had always wanted. And um, I was then noticed by a magazine. I sent some photos in and I was one of the first ones chosen to be featured. So after that, (laughs) the joy and the excitement that I felt was incredible. I went ahead and did a couple more shoots. I was featured in two more magazines after that. And then the fire I had inside me to become this tattoo model simmered all the way down. I was no longer responding to photographers and the vision that I held on to for so long faded away. I had done what I had been dying to do. It lit me up and it satisfied that calling. And then I was no longer aligned with that vision anymore. And in that time, I learned a lot, a lot about myself, a lot about others, a lot about the modeling business, etc. Another thing that I was pulled to do before 2016 was to start a Facebook page dedicated to Julian after he passed away. I had no intention of reaching as many people as I did, but that page became such a blessing in my life. And I connected with so many women that I still talk to today. So many people know of my son now because I decided to step away from the fear of being judged and focused on why I was doing what I was doing. I wanted everyone, everyone, to know who Julian was. I wanted to keep his memory alive for as long as I'm alive to do it. The page that I created led me to creating a blog, which led me to wanting to turn that blog into a book. And lo and behold, my book is out and available on Amazon as of yesterday, September 8th, 2019. (sighs) Ah. So again, if you are interested in that, link is in the podcast notes. So a couple more that I have for you. 
I was pulled to begin a podcast because I fell in love with listening to them. And I saw how much they help people. And I love to express myself this way. And here I am. After a lot of changes that were made, I am satisfied. I'm really satisfied where this is going. This podcast will always change because I will always be changing, but the messaging will always remain the same. Another one, I was pulled to be a massage therapist back in 2016. I didn't even think twice about it. I dove in head first, and it was one of the best things that I could have ever done for myself. Did it make sense at the time? Not really. <laughs> but I knew that I wanted to help people. I wanted to help heal people. But I wasn't sure where to start. And massage seemed like the way to go at the time. But I wasn't sure where to start. And massage seemed like the way to go. I am not passionate about massage as much as I was in the beginning. But that's okay. That leap I took brought me to meet parts of myself that I never even knew were there. I also went for my life coaching certificate and I loved it, but I haven't put my all into it just yet because I had been scared to death and I was very confused with where I was going on this path. So I put a hold on that. But do I regret spending the money to get to Orlando, staying in a hotel, and this course? Hell no. You know why? Because that weekend, I met my soul sister and my best friend, Diana. The woman that I'm doing these beautiful goddess circles, retreats, and workshops with. The universe pulled me to that place on that weekend at that time for a reason. I am now being pulled to become a holistic health coach. And I am so aligned with this. And I feel like this was the missing piece to the puzzle. And I'm just really excited to learn and to help others once I graduate. And I have a really awesome, awesome idea that I want to offer to people in a couple months. And it just, it all just comes together so perfectly. So stay tuned for that if you are interested in holistic health and spirituality, because I got something cooking up for you. Let's see. I was pulled to start a goddess circle. And just days after putting that into the universe, I was reconnected with Diana, and we began planning right away. We met, I don't even know how many days after we talked, and bam, it was born. The goddess circle was born. And we're literally about to host our first retreat in October. I'm still like, what the fuck? <laughs> I could name 50 other ways I followed my calling. Did they all work out? Yes and no. They may have lit me up for some time and fizzled out, but do you know how much I learned about what I do like and what I don't like during those times. It's insane. So my advice to you is to take action, even if it's messy action. I experiment all the time with things and some of them are wonderful and others, well, <laughs> I trash them. But it's always all good. 
always. Right now, I'm constantly thinking about and being pulled to dance. I can't dance to save my life, but I do it anyway. And it lights me up. There's a girl that offers a hip hop dance class, like a tour class every week. Yeah, I'm still a little scared, but I can't stop thinking about it. So I'm probably going to attend and I'll post, <laughs> I'll post a video for you guys. I do anything and everything that I'm pulled to. Any idea I have, I go after it. If it doesn't work out, okay. I know now for the future. Maybe down the line, it'll pull at me again. And I'll have, I'll have had more experience or knowledge under my belt. And the next time around, I'll hit gold. Who the fuck knows? But I will tell you what. You will never know unless you take that first step. Listen, believe, and take action. All right. Now that we've got that covered, <laughs> I want you to know that when you aren't on your life's path, there will most likely be roadblocks put into your path to stir you up, to make you feel like you're fucking crazy, to push you out of your comfort zone in order to realign you. The universe will make you very, very uncomfortable in order for you to get the message and move your ass. Another saying that I love is, I had to make you uncomfortable. Otherwise, you never would have moved. Love the universe. And it's so true. Think about all the times you decided to make a move. Were you in a super comfy situation? Probably not. It's very, very possible though. But before I knew anything about anything, it took major discomfort to get me to move along and switch lanes. Now, it's become a lot easier for me. I don't wait for major discomfort. If I feel off at all, I make the switch even in the most peaceful of phases. You truly, truly do not have to suffer in order to become aligned. But before you're aware of that, you might find yourself in some sticky, icky situation. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is confirmation. Have you ever received confirmation that you're on the right path after taking a leap? It is one of my favorite things to experience. It's the universe's way of saying, yes, Busca, you're on your way to greatness. <laughs> you're on your way to greatness. It can happen in so many different ways. It can happen through pulling a tarot card that aligns with your current situation or thoughts. It could be it could be running into a person that you haven't seen in a while and they offer to introduce you to someone that they know who is doing similar things as you. I mean, the list goes on and on. I do not believe in coincidence. It is all happening in your favor. You just have to pay attention and listen. I had a beautiful 
life path reading with a woman Deanna told me about, and I will link her in the podcast notes also if you guys want to set something up with her. She confirmed almost everything that's going on in my life right now without even knowing who the hell I was. I've been asking my guides to give me the name of the archangel who is always near me. And during the reading, it was finally revealed. I'm so excited. I have always been able to see things as a child. But, you know, as we get older, our spiritual strengths tend to simmer down on us. But we are always able to bring that strength back. Always. It's always within every single one of us. Some of us choose to see it and some of us choose not to. So during the reading, she told me that I am a clairvoyant. I can see visions, patterns, codes, etc. And I can. I can see so clearly during meditation. I can see little movies playing. Yeah, I'm going to actually, you know what, if you guys are interested in that, I'll save that for another podcast because I can go deep into that stuff. But let me know. Um, I have always known that this was something that I knew before. It was just something that I needed to remember. And she confirmed that I am ready now to strengthen that gift and magic will come pouring through me. She told me a lot more. But like I said, if you guys are interested in hearing about the reading or hearing about the gifts that I've always had since I was little, let me know. Leave me a message on Instagram, wherever, and let me know if that's something you're interested in, and I will dedicate a podcast episode to that. My message here is, is that nothing is coincidence. You're being shown these things for a reason that you may not understand right now, but I promise you, if you quiet your mind down, you'll eventually see all the magic that's been right there in front of you this entire time. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope this inspired you a little bit. If it did, please share this on your social media accounts. Tag me. You can also leave me a review and rating. It helps so much. I appreciate all the love and all the feedback. I love you guys. Namaste.